He doesn't care about stocks. He certainly doesn't care about crypto. He doesn't even care about housing. He has got to fix pricing. The poor and middle class are getting smoked and that is his number one job. Welcome to the Winning Move Podcast. I'm your host, Stratton Brown. I interview successful entrepreneurs from around the world to see what moves they've made in their lives to get successful and more importantly, stay successful. I'm here to make sure you can create a better life for you and your family. Let's tune in. Welcome to the Winning Move Podcast. We have my really good friend, Michael Zuber on. I'm so excited for you to be on here, Mike. We got a lot to talk about. I haven't talked to you in a little bit. You've been busy. I've been busy, but I do believe we are officially in a recession. Mm. I would love yeah. to hear your thoughts, whatever, everything that's going on, all that good stuff. Yeah. So um, let's take on the recession topic. Let's first define it and let's first uh, kind of share with you why I disagree, at least uh, in the definition. So uh, the definition of a recession, at least classically defined, is two negative quarters of GDP growth. As you know, and correctly uh, know, uh, Q1 was negative. It was Can you scoot over a little bit, Mike? Yes. Sorry. Right there. Yeah. There, we there go. you go. It's the wrong way. Uh, so uh, Q1 GDP was negative 1.5%, uh, which leads most people to believe Q1 was bad, Q2 is going to be bad, and thus Strat will be correct. Having looked at the numbers, I believe uh, we will squeak by Q2 being slightly positive, right? I think it would be below trend, uh, but it won't be negative. And I actually okay. think there's a decent chance that Q1 is revised up. So uh, that said, I think it doesn't really matter. I mean, the technical definition of a recession, I don't think will be called, but 2022 is going to be a year of stagflation. And frankly, stagflation is worse. Stagflation. High inflation, low growth. Uh, and that's what we're in. The 70s were so bad because it was an era of stagflation. I believe 2022 will be stagflation. I believe the recession, like the technical recession, will occur in Q2 and Q3 of next year. And it's going to be deep. It's going to be bad. Um, we can't, we can't, this whole notion of a soft landing is a joke. Jerome Powell knows in his heart of hearts that he needs a recession. Same thing that Paul Volcker knew back in the late 70s, early 80s. Paul Volcker knew and was brave enough to say, I'm going to cause a recession. And he actually caused a double dip recession. And I think Jerome Powell is going to do the same. Define a double dip recession. It's basically where you get two, maybe three quarters of negative growth. You have a snapback rally of a quarter or two, and then you have more negative GDP growth. It's just bad. Unemployment's going to double. It could triple, um, but it's going to be next year. We have enough unemployment, dude. Stratton is three point six percent. Savings is up. And wages are up. The consumer is going to go shopping this summer. It's going to be nuts. Uh, airfares up. Travel up. Uh, I I just don't see. I mean, I think the sooner we have a recession, the better it is. I just think we're gonna we're gonna skate by the technicality and it's not gonna show up till next year. Okay. Um, so I know you listen to the All In podcast. I'm halfway through this week's. Mm -hmm. That is my it's my favorite podcast, like as far mine, as mine too. Macroeconomics and everything else in tech. They were talking about the credit bubble and how they think that they think real estate's gonna be fine. From what I heard, like, bro, real estate's gonna be fine. I still think we have a ton of um 
not a ton of inventory. Sellers are getting a little bit more on, are still unrealistic with their price, but they're always unrealistic and they don't really have to sell if they're living in the house. Bingo. But I think in like, but where you invest and where we own some rentals and where we flip, I don't see anything really happening, Any, especially below 350. Like, oh, no, change. nothing will change. In fact, it's going to get worse. I think they're going to announce first time homebuyer programs aimed at that market. I think you're seeing landlords sell homes to owner auctions. It's going to be a great time to be a landlord of affordable rentals. I think the federal government broke housing both in purchases, but also in rentals. We are seeing more and more affordable rentals become owner ox, which means we have less rentals, which means if you own those, your rents are going to go up. I think rents are going to keep going up across the country, uh, especially in the affordable market. So yeah, the, they broke housing. Did you think they were going to raise interest rates half a point? Um, when oh they yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. I called it early. Yep. And, so and when, just so you know, I called the next two as well before they said it was coming. Yeah. So the next two that come, you think they're going to raise it another half point and then another half point? So I think they're going to raise it half points, both meetings. I think they should raise it 75-75. They're too much wow. of a chicken shit to do that. Uh, but that's what they should do. They won't, but they should. When do you think they stop? Uh, so it's funny. I did on my channel, YouTube channel, one rental at a time. I did a full deep dive whiteboard discussion about 2022 and 2023. That was one question that I answered. I think they get to 3% this year. I think they get to 4% by the summer of next year and stop. Why, why do you, I think they should go higher? Why do you think they should stop? Or why do you think they would stop? Because again, I think they're going to stop because at that point, we're going to be in a deep, dark recession. I think that's when unemployment goes from 3.6 to 8%. That's when you see, um, you know, that's when you see inflation crack. They're just, they should go higher. They will, they're just, the Fed is chicken. I think they're going to get to 4%. They're going to see the economy crumble and they're going to stop. The question is, do they cut? I don't know the answer to that. Right now I say they stop. Right. And then I was watching Pineda. Pineda thinks um, he thinks they'll lower rates again this year. So he thinks that's they'll a take pretty, it up that's and a then pretty take common it back belief. down. That's a pretty common belief. I think those people are wrong. I think they're living on What's opium. the reasoning behind that? I haven't, I've never heard his reasoning. I've just heard what he thinks. It's actually like, a lot. the general reasoning? The general reasoning is the Fed has taught us over the last 40 years that anytime the stock market throws up, they cut. Okay. What I believe these people, Ryan Pineda and plenty of others, like a guy on my channel, Dion, he believes that as well. Okay. What I believe they don't understand is we have an inflation problem. The people that have only been investing or watching the market for less than 40 years don't realize that, yes, when the market throws up, the Fed will cut, except when inflation is running north of 5%. The Fed has two jobs, stable pricing, full employment. Nowhere in there does it say they have to keep asset prices up. However, if you have inflation, which we have running below trend for 40 years, below 2%, a lot of that below 1%, and we had stable employment, yeah, they can worry about other things like the stock market and asset prices. However, they don't care about asset prices. Paul has told us twice in the last 30 days, 
He doesn't care about stocks. He certainly doesn't care about crypto. He doesn't even care about housing. He has got to fix pricing. The poor and middle class are getting smoked and that is his number one job. So no, I don't believe it. I think Ryan is wrong. I think Dion is wrong. I think lots of people are going to say prices, rates are going to go up and they're going to crash again this year. They don't understand economics 101. That's not coming in my belief. Oh, I like that. We had that. Um, Elon Musk officially went through Twitter. I don't know if we talked about that. That was one thing. Yeah, I think he's a I think little he's bit gonna, longer in the news cycle. I think he's going to retrade it. I think he's going to pull a classic real estate move. He's locked it up at 54 bucks a share. And he's now going to retrade it at 45. You think so? Absolutely. Why pay more? Why? Why? Well, he just halted he yeah, just halted it, so that's what you think he's going to do? Is just come back yeah, like, hey, that's not going to work. Yeah, he's got all the power. He's got all the chips. Yeah, I think so. He's going to retrade it. What other big news has happened in the markets this week besides the rate, uh, rate hikes? Uh, well, I think crypto we got to talk about. I think there was a bank run. Oh, uh, dude, let's a bank talk run. about um, All right. Did you invest in Luna or anything no, like no that? Way. No, no chance. You and I have had a conversation. I think it was like three months ago. Where I said, I think I said 30% of the top 100 coins are going to zero. And you were fucking right about that one. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm telling you. I know I know people that moved hundreds of thousands of dollars into that coin because they were making 20%. I was told that. I had the money I could do it to. I'm like, do you guys realize that Warren Buffett, the best investor ever, has only his best, his, he's, he's done 20%. How the hell is a coin gonna always pay everybody 20 percent. there's something wrong like with where yeah where? yeah it's just no it's a freaking fraud it, it's it's it had to be a, it had to be a fraud and, and lo and behold 70 billion dollars gone in 48 hours and did it and officially it, crash it's zero is zero as of this morning he shut off the network he shut it off zero gone but now um, Tether broke the buck yesterday. It's now back. Did they? Yeah, they broke the buck, went to 95 cents. Um, Tether's the biggest stable coin. Crypto is the land of frauds and scams. Yes, there are a dozen or less coins with real innovation. But just like I told you 90 days ago, half of these, 30 to 50% of these things are going to go to freaking zero. From what I understood, Tether's been under investigation for a while, though, because everybody's called Tether a fraud. With well, Luna Tether's and Terra, a little not as much. Well, it's, it turns out to the other way around, right? Yeah, near, right. As, near as I can, I don't have any stable coins and I would never do. If I want What's something stable. I don't fucking get what? it. Put it in the dollar. I, yeah, have a money market account. What are you freaking guys doing? Why do you, are you kidding me? Anyways, um, yeah, so what's really important here is not so much Luna or Tether. What just happened because you had a bank run and you have people that are the people that got smoked were the people that could least afford it. There were people with their life savings in this because they were making 20%. They bought the hype. Now they've been smoked. They will never go back to crypto. There are, there are millennials who had all of their wealth in these things that will never go back. This is what happened to me 20 years ago when I got busted in the stock market. I never went mm -hmm. back. It's happening. Crypto's lost it. You've lost a generation, in my opinion. I don't think we've lost a generation. But I, I was talking to a dude the other day. He's like, I have $80,000 in Doge. I was like, you better fucking pull that out and put it into an actual coin. 
He's like, well, I want to hit a hundred in Doge. It's going to happen. I was like, what? Bro, you put in like a couple grand and it's at 80. Call it a day. No. This, uh, and he's a millennial. Of course he is. Of course he is. It's okay. I mean, again, crypto Crypto is the dot. I told you back then. Right? It's the same thing I went through. It's just a different name. It's got instead of dot com, it's got four letters coin. It's the same nonsense. We all think we're smarter than everybody else. We all think older people are stupid and they just don't understand. Well, you know what? Anybody who invested in a coin because they're getting 20% APR, I mean, I look at that going, fraud. And sure enough, rug pulled 48 hours later, 80 billion bucks gone. And it had to happen. It just had to. That one's probably, and that's the biggest crypto crash ever. Like ever. It is this most, dot com stocks didn't crash that fast. No, no, that's the crazy part about crypto is because it's so young, it can move in an instant. 24 hours a day it trades. And again, they broke it Saturday evening. What people don't realize is they broke it Saturday evening, a very light or thin market, and it just rolled over and the death spiral started over, done. It was dead by Sunday morning. The question was just how long it could carry. It's sad. But again, it's a bank run. And now there's people that are burned. There's people that lost Define their Define a bank run. Like, what do you mean when you say like a bank run? A, a bank run is when you lose faith in something. Bank okay. runs were popular yeah. in the Great Depression, right? Because, you know, you again, I don't know what banks are around in the Great Depression. I'm old, but not that old. Let's just pretend it was Wells Fargo. You have your money in Wells Fargo, your little eight or 9,000 bucks. You somehow, you somehow think that Wells Fargo is going to shut down because they're bankrupt. You run to the bank and take out your nine grand. But now because you do it, your friend does it, and then their friend does it, and their friend does it. Pretty oh, soon, okay, Wells Fargo's yeah. got no money, and it's zero. It's, it's a force Someone's closure. left holding the bag. Yeah, that happened just in my era. It happened the Great Recession. It happened in a money market account. So a bank run in crypto is just the latest of bank runs. When the consumer loses confidence, they run. It's all momentum. This coin was busted Sunday morning. The question was time because the investors lost faith. It went from a dollar to 90 cents to 60 cents to 50 cents to 30 cents. It was toast. You couldn't pull out. It was done. There's a bank run. I wonder why that didn't happen in Canada, because that's what I thought was going to happen in Canada when they started um, mm -hmm. during the whole yeah, yeah, yeah. the trucking thing. I thought that was going to happen. Everybody's going to lose faith. Well, it, the pro well the problem is is it only a small percentage of folks in Canada, frankly, only a small percentage in the U.S. or the world, really understood what was going on. That they could just lock up accounts. It didn't matter. It wasn't. It wasn't enough to move the needle. It was. It probably impacted less than one tenth of the population. Okay, so that's the hard part, right? So you think, oh, crypto is safe for my money because you can't trust the banks and the government with my money. But then, like, what do you hold it in? I mean, I, I'd say Bitcoin is the safest one because the wells will never sell. But then, what were we were at seventy six at a point in time this year, or was that last Six, year? Sixty nine, I think. Sixty nine, and now what's it at today? Did Thirty. You check? Is it 30 still? Mm -hmm. I mean, that you lose over half. Yeah. Yep. That's why I have 1% of my net worth in it. I will only ever have 1%. It's an insurance policy. Um, I am not a trader. Uh, I am. I would rather have dollars than, than crypto because to me, a dollar is an option on future deals. I don't believe in crypto. I believe in blockchain, but I don't believe in crypto. I think there will be a winner. I have no idea which one it's going to be.
No idea. I don't care. I'm, it doesn't matter to me. I'm going to go buy cash flowing assets um, as much as I can. So. Has your deal flow increased at all lately? No, but I'm looking harder. It has not increased. No. I think there's a lot of people with hopium still. All right. So the hopium's got to wear off and get me more, more realistic. Yeah. I, we have one flip. We're probably going to buy another one tomorrow. And but they're both with tenants. The only thing I'm freaking out, they're below the median, so I'm not too worried. Mm. But then let's say, and I'll wholetail them both. I won't flip them. So I'm sitting there like, okay. And let's say 90 days when I get everybody out, is everything still going to be handy dandy below the median? That's the only thing I'm thinking about. It should be. Should be. Should be. What yeah. other big news? What, what other thoughts do you have on the what's going on with crypto or any other big news? Uh, I, again, I think, I think crypto, I think, I think it offers a lot. I think there is a crypto market. There always will be a crypto market going forward. I just think there needs to be less of it. I think regulation is coming. I think what happened with this $80 billion evaporating is going to force the government to come in and regulate. Maybe that's good. Maybe what you do is you take the 5,000 or 10,000 coins, you take it to 500 and you have real engineering projects. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it's got to be more regulated. So you have belief and faith because right have, now have actual faith in it you don't feel like you're getting but i hate when the government regulates shit like it's a good thing but then you go back and everything else that happens when does it stop if it's if it stays as a cowboy i think you're going to continually have these rug pulls and crypto will be crypto can't take off until their average mom and pop has faith adopts it and unfortunately that's likely going to mean some rate i'm not talking crazy regulations i'm talking some kind of financial statements some disclosures because you can't have frauds. You just can't. That's, you know, people got to go to jail. Somebody should go to jail over what happened. Do you even know how it happened? What, um... Near as I can tell, again, I only can believe what I read. This is a, um, this is a stable coin that was uh, uh, basically pegged to, pegged to the dollar, basically mathematically done. So it didn't own anything. Tether owns stuff. It owns treasuries and corporates and stuff like that. This one didn't own any of that. It was basically some kind of fancy math that created coins and burned coins to, you know, keep something equal yeah. to a buck, which was whatever. Somebody figured out a weakness and they pushed on it Explosive. Saturday evening in, in a thin trade, which caused the pools to go empty. And once that happened, the death spiral took over and it was dead. So that's what it was. So keep... For a long time, nobody has had faith that Tether actually has anything in their treasury. Yeah, I mean, you got that because it's supposed to be pegged, right, and have the exact same value. Don't Literally, know. Nobody yeah. knows. Don't right? know. Don't. So I, frankly, I don't know. care. I would. I would never have a stable coin. I mean, if I want a dollar, I'll have a dollar. Right. It's, I don't get the point in having a stable coin. If you're going to buy some crypto, let's go with some upside. Yeah, exactly. It's always a dollar. Well, great. So is a dollar. I mean, I don't right, so is the dollar, but like when I buy something else, I have a chance of a thousand X. You'd have no chance it. of a thousand X with a stable coin. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't get it. Whatever. Okay. Not my thing. Anything else in the markets that happened over the last two weeks? CPI came out 8.3% uh, 8 inflation. I still, still think bad. it's a lie. I still think, oh, it is I think absolutely it's a lie. It's a fucking lie. Oh. oh why why'd they even lie. lower it? I don't think it, it went lower, right? It did go lower because basically because gas went down month to month. Yeah, it did. But yeah, no, it's 11 or 12% easy. It's 11 or 12 easy.
It's bad. It's bad, dude. The, the poor middle class are getting smoked. That and so that's why they were calling like a credit problem. Like people are going to have insane amounts of credit card debt because you just can't keep up, and that's the only access to capital you really have. Dude, the average family is spending three hundred and eleven dollars more a month. Most families Stratton didn't have a three hundred dollars extra. They were already living close to the bone. Right. Like they're already living tight. Horrible. They're it's terrible. Terrible. Yep. Terrible. So what do you think happens when we keep raising rates? I mean, because the inflation is not going to go away until we say, what, a year and a half? I think inflation gets Lower. down to 2% later. So if you if you call 2% the mark, we won't get there for a year and a half at least. Yeah. Inflation is sticky. It's inelastic. So we got two and a half more years. In all reality, everybody called what's happening now when they printed all the money. I did, for sure. And then, but now everybody's freaking out about it when everybody was like, "Hey, yeah, this is what's going to happen. Be prepared." The dom that's that's why we're prepared. That's why I raised money early. I mean, I was telling everybody on my channel what's coming, and we did it. And now it's here. It happened even a little faster than I thought, but it's all predictable. This is all predictable. So, what do you see happens over the next three months? Uh, three months. Real estate transactions go down significantly. Refinances go down to almost zero. Uh, unemployment ticks up slightly. Um, I think, I think actually this summer is a blowout party. I think this summer we have lots of weddings, lots of travel, lots of international travel, big old people are doing pool parties. One big blowout before people realize, holy shit, we're in trouble. So I think there's, I think this summer is going to be amazing. I think it's going to feel great, but it's the last call, the last party. And then you think a reset. You think it'll be a deep recession. When you say a deep recession, like it'll be a really bad one. And then how long do you think it'll last? Let's say starting it'll start, Q2 next year. It starts Q2 next year. Probably runs eighteen months. Wow. Which is the average recession? The average recession is seventeen and a half months. Eighteen months of negative GDP growth, and then so in two thousand eight, it was a little bit different. Were you buying? Did you buy during the dot com crash? I would, was that another recession slightly? Yeah, like it was. It was I, to me, it doesn't. The dot, yeah, the dot com crash is where I lost 80% of my wealth in stocks that brought me to real estate. So I started buying in 2002. I bought Norris Drive 2002. Okay. Right. I just don't, I don't count 2008 as like, oh, it's because nothing else will recreate that situation, in my personal opinion. To well, put down I, a I, inventory on the market. I think hedge funds are too capitalized. I think real estate yeah. investors are too capitalized. Everybody they don't have to sell the what got us last time is in Fresno, California, 72% of loans originated in 06 were adjustable rate mortgages that blew up in 08. That's we had just this wild. We had cascading arms resetting that nobody could have it's not have we had three percent of loans were adjustable rate mortgages at the end of 2022. Three. It's just not going to happen. These people calling foreclosure waves are idiots. They're just dumb. I think there'll be more foreclosures than there have been just because they're back. Of course, the it was illegal. It, it, was illegal. it was illegal to foreclose. Of course, you're going to have more than when it was illegal. I mean, Jesus Christ. That doesn't take a rocket scientist to say. It's illegal to do that. But now you can't. Well, we're going to have more. No shit. I, that's why I was like, so I, who invested through an actual recession? And like 2008 counts, but... 2008 was like a bloodbath and i truly just don't think you can use that as a case study of investing through an 
through a recession. Well, again, it's so I have invested through recessions. You got to be careful what your asset is. So the Great Recession, as we call it, 08, as you're calling it, that was an asset. That was really an everything recession. Stocks went down, housing went down, but it was mainly a housing problem. Yep. Uh, I've invested through uh, the dot-com crash, which I think is very being repeated now. It was very much a stock crash. Yep. It didn't impact Fresno all that much because you didn't have any dot-com industry. Exactly. Right? So our rentals just sailed right through. Um, another thing that happened in the 08 crash is lending stopped. Southern California got smoked because Countrywide, IndyMac, all of these other lenders, they were huge down there. Gone, right? Rents is zero. So there will be some regional impacts from this. Um, you just got to know which asset's going to be impacted the most. And today, just like All In Podcast is talking about, it is companies that are thinly capitalized. They don't have their burn rate is too high. They're going to go to zero. Um, companies that don't make money. Yeah, it's just a problem. And uh, that's where the most pain is. Uh, it, it's going to be very, very hard to raise inventory. That's why Carvana is whacking 12% aggressively. That's why Robinhood is whacking 9%. People are going to have to lower their burn rates so they can try to survive to the other side. What? Is, wasn't it crazy how fucking bloated Twitter was? <laughs> yeah, the, no comment. That is just dumb. Yeah, 4,000 engineers doing nothing. Crazy. Like doing nothing. Like nothing has changed in the UI. Like nothing has happened over let's call it 10 years like because nothing has changed really yeah talk and about yeah, 4,000 engineers doing what like that is dead money dead money and then so um you called out the bay area dying and like san francisco dying are you still yeah. holding on to that one? Oh yeah san francisco smoked we have companies now leaving right there's a company that i worked at and worked in the san francisco building called splunk san francisco adopted a tax that when your CEO makes, I don't know, 100 times more than the average employee, you get hit for an extra 1% tax. Whoa. Guess what happens when you do that? They leave. Right. So the CEO's Splunk, like, we're out. We're out. CEO's like, hey, I got I got buildings in San Francisco. I'm changing my corporate headquarters from San Francisco to San Jose. No shit that happens. So, yeah, San Francisco's done. They crazy politics. They have a district attorney who's an idiot who doesn't even doesn't even prosecute crime. San Francisco's done. You couldn't. I wouldn't take a house for free in San Francisco. I canceled my Warriors membership as a diehard Warrior fan because I don't want to go to San Francisco. It's just did it get worse? Did you oh, like did the homelessness get like way worse too? Yeah, it's horrible. It's, horrible. it's unsafe. I feel unsafe walking to the Warrior game. It's not. It's not worth it. I'm gonna get mugged eventually. So I just, you know, I didn't spend fifty grand renewing my membership. No, it's good. Thanks. I'll keep my money. That's insane. Fresno's homeless problem is getting really bad, mm -hmm. I will say. And there's like nothing we can do. Well, nothing the government ever does, not that we can do. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, just call the cops if they're doing bad shit. That's what they're there for. But, they, but then you call the cops and the cops can't do anything. That's a, so move, the dude move who burnt down, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. the dude who burnt down mine, Kyle's rental, mm -hmm. he burnt it down again after we kicked him out. He lit it on fire again and still nothing. Nothing. Sad. Sad. We got a good, we got a good question right here. <laughs> Trump or Biden? Uh, how about neither? How about neither? Yeah. Give, give me Trump. I like my, I like my money. I can do it. Yeah, no, I like my money too. Yeah. It's funny. It's, <laughs> it, it, it is hilarious. Um, the reason Biden won, my opinion. They just wanted because less chaos. They, they exactly they wanted less chaos 
that's all people wanted and now they got an angry grandpa who's you know delusional he yeah. doesn't make any sense dude he can't yeah i don't know why they give i don't know why they keep having him talk to reporters. why the fuck do they put him on tv bro it's bad it's a bad horrible. look for america it's a bad look it's a bad look for but, america but we also don't need trump just coming in and creating havoc we we certainly need a businessman and owner but we don't need that right we don't need because if he comes back because you can only be a president twice right that his last four years he would come in and burn shit down he's gonna we come in we don't but he that. he will burn everything that biden even thought about which is a good thing he's gonna come in and he is gonna go so hard if he wins he's gonna come he in doesn't have to get reelected. he's not he can't be re it's illegal he can't exactly be He's going to come in and burn shit down. I don't. I don't want to see that again. Yeah, just somebody else, please. Just the Santos. Santos. I don't. Fine. I don't get anybody but those two. Anybody but those two. My God. Anybody but eighty-year-old people whose brains are deteriorating. Yeah, right in front of us. Right in front of us. Who do? Who do? Trump does like speed or whatever. Those diet uh, pills. It's. It's all. It's just both of. In my opinion. Both of them, both of them are not my choice, and I vote Republican Democrat. I'm purple, purple through and through. I vote for the person. I don't want to vote for either of those guys. When can you vote out Newsom? When does the time come? Well, Is we he tried just already. Be the dictator of California forever. I yeah, like I call him the king. I, he's a king. You know, he's got special powers, and he never gives them up. I think he's coming up for re-election next year. Next year. And he can get re-elected again. I think so. One more time. That. Now that's crazy. Yeah, he's a king. King. King he's, just, he's destroying California, single-handedly destroying California. Do you have any other closing thoughts? Well, not closing thoughts. Do you have any other news? We can talk as long as you want. What I would just tell you is that I, I'm very excited as a real estate investor. The last two years have been impossible to find motivated sellers. The next two years, it's going to be remarkable. It'll be 10x easier to find motivated sellers. I just talked to a lender today that will let investors do a 50, 40, 10 loans, 50% first, 40% second, 10% down. You can actually get blended interest rates sub 5%. 50, 40, 10. I've never even heard of that. Can you explain that? Yeah, it's brand new. yeah so 50% first with Velocity Mortgage, 40% second seller financing, 10% down. I've done these loans before. But if you're really good at it, which I am, you can get a blended interest rate sub 4% in a environment where money costs six and a half. They don't come in for six and a quarter. The seller comes in for one and boom, your blended rates sub four. Oh, so they'll give me a 50% loan. I get the seller to carry 40 and then and I just have to put 10. 10. Exactly. Oh, really? Yeah, it's exciting. I just did a three episode series on my channel. They come out today at one, three and five. It's a sexy stuff. Have you done those before? I've never even I done have. something like that. I have. This is now a program. We've talked about it months ago, but I've done them in the past. They're really cool. And now given where rates are, I think it's I think it's something all investors should look at. It's the only kind of deal I want to do today, frankly. Because again, if I can get my cost of capital sub four percent, I win. Because all the other buyers got to pay six and a half. Right, I'm you're winning every time. Every but then so what when you bought these before. Mm -hmm. Were you just telling the seller's agent like, "Hey, you got to carry forty percent, or we can't make it happen"? Yeah, because again, I had, I had, this, I wasn't in a rush. I don't need to do every deal, Stratton. I only need to do one deal. Yeah, maybe two deals, maybe three deals. I only work with the people, and then I use PropStream, 
to go find, you know, targets. And we just go from there, see what happens. Wow. Wow. That's a, and who's that loan program for? Velocity Mortgage. Stephen Dow. Okay. Well, learn something every day. I didn't even know you could do stuff like that. It's sexy, man. It's really cool. Anything else, Mike? Nope. That's it for the week. Enough. That's a lot going on. A lot, of, lot to digest. All right. A lot to digest. All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Hey, guys. I'm making a massive push on Instagram. I want to get to 100,000 followers organically by the end of the year. And the only way I'm going to do that is by you guys sharing my content. So please go give me a follow on Instagram and share whatever videos on there that you see are valuable to you. Share it to your story. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Winning Move Podcast. I hope it helps you make all the right moves in your life and business. Please make sure to go like and subscribe on any podcast platform that you're listening to. And make sure to go follow me on Instagram at Strat Daddy. Thank you guys so much. I'll talk to you soon.